Welcome to Shanghai Chronicles. I hope you guys miss me because I miss you guys too. I was underneath the weather, so that's why I didn't have an episode prepared for you guys last week. But I am back and feeling great. Uh, so we have episode 101, Consistency. So of course, we're going to go over and get into a lot of things and discuss a lot of things. A lot of things that's been happening throughout the week. Uh, so let's get into the show. Um, so our first topic we have is Damn America. Are black sororities and fraternities getting too disrespected? So of course, everyone knows the rapper Boosie is a big thing about him going to the game with the Kappa sweatshirt on and I think a lot of Kappas got very upset about it and you know a lot of people kind of like tweeted about it whatever the case may be so he posted him on like he was at the game he's on his Instagram he's showing him front and center with the sweatshirt on so of course you know he's not thinking nothing of it he don't know what it is you know he's just a hood nigga wearing a sweatshirt now the question is where did he get this sweatshirt from could he have ordered it off a website with colleges who knows so you know he goes in he talks about you know how he didn't know and Basically, just trolling. And it's pretty funny to me, if you ask me. So, you know, he's just like, you know, y'all shimmy and stuff to my song, Wipe Me Down, which they do. They love to show that song. So, he's like, you know, I feel like it's not a big deal that I, you know, wear y'all shit or whatever. So, (laughs) long story short, I also come across this article that kind of goes more into you know the whole thing like you know are they being disrespected because Ralph Lauren the designer he sells these pants with Greek lettering on them for like over $300 so the letters are like I guess stamped with Greek letters like it's a Phi Beta Sigma so the fraternity members of Phi Beta Sigma and those, of course, that are a part of the Divine Nine, they, you know, shared their frustration. So we have the thing with Boosie with the Kappas and then we have the thing with Ralph Lauren with the Phi Beta Sigma. So the pants, they covered a assessment like they had like marks and drawings with the Greek letters posted on the back of the knee and they retail for about $335.77. So watch the yard, which is on Instagram, which is basically what most of the Greeks 
like post and you know follow they put something like but why this shows that there's no representation in their company even if a person of color was not greek they would not let this slide so one person that's what one person commented then somebody else said this lets me know everything i need to know about the lack of melanin in the corporate office and someone else pointed out the symbol which which resembles the um some like some organization with the free manizori organization which includes the historical prince hall branch for black men so i guess like it's like a fake mason on there so the members of fraternity they created a petition to have the letters removed from the pants and i guess you know they the the sigmas just finished celebrating you know their anniversary and their founders day so, you know, they're like, you know, we're a week away from 106th University, a founder of Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated, and what's plastered all over social media, an ad for Polo Ralph Lauren, Chinkos with the letters that represent Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated, Greek letters on the back, CISA said, you know, the pants. So, the members of the organization, they shared it, they were, of course, upset, and one member said that this is a copyright infringement at its finest. They have no permission to use my letters to sell their pants. The permission continue. We are demanding that Ralph Lauren do not do the right thing and recall destroying publicity. Apologize. We're trying to capitalize off of black culture. We don't know who thought that this was a good idea, but they need to fix it quick. Phi Beta Stigma Fraternity is a professional organization. It's not for sale. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. So, <sighs> Ralph Lauren came back to the company and they're like, you know, the use of these symbols on our products was an oversight. And of course, they're apologizing again for the oversight. And they immediately taken action to remove the product from the sales channels while they have numerous reviews and process in place for all of our designs this has prompted us to take another review of our protocols to help ensure blah 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 that it doesn't happen again blah 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 okay now how are we to know that someone who probably created those pants are not a member of that fraternity we assumed because Ralph Lauren is a European brand, white brand, that they don't know anything about this culture. So we don't even know who is behind any of this. Now, that's just playing devil's advocate. So, of course, if we don't want to play devil's advocate and we basically just say, okay, you know what? They've fucking done it again. They're disrespecting the culture. We have another one. First it was Gucci. Then it was H&M. Now it's Ralph Lauren with the fraternities and the sorority. So not only did we have Boosie wearing a Kappa sweatshirt to the Hawks game and on Instagram. Now we got to deal with this. And one, we already know it's because people are not educated on a Divine Nine unless you went to an HBCU. And most people that have attended HBCUs, all of them know the justifications of respecting the fraternities. They know the do's and don'ts that you're not supposed to, things like that. But all 
are we doing too much a disrespect? Like, you know, the people that are not a part of these organizations, are we, you know, not um, respecting them enough? You know, the whole Boosie thing, I, I kind of like count that as like trolling, you know, because then he goes on Instagram. And he's like, shit, y'all want to shimmy to my number one song? Shit, y'all need to teach me how to shimmy. Y'all using my shit to, you know, dance off of and y'all getting mad because I'm wearing this Kappa sweatshirt. I mean, if anything, make him an honorary member, you know, like grant him that. And then I think it just goes too far because, you know, Ralph Lauren has made these pants. And, you know, who's to say that they didn't just make the pants to sell just to Phi Beta Sigma? But, of course, we know that isn't true. Of course, you know, if someone was to buy those pants and then, you know, they walk around and they just, you know, are wearing them and they're, you know, friends with Sigmas and things like that, that would be, you know, totally disrespectful. So I just think that the the way that everything is going right now, people are just not educated enough. And when certain things happen now in society or certain things happen now in America, it's because we're not educated. People are not, you know, taught these things. People are not interested to kind of learn these things. So they just go above and beyond. Of course, we know there's right white sororities and fraternities out there, but the biggest of them all that really get their recognition is the black fraternities. And, you know, we respect them just how, you know, they were founded, created, you know, they were some majority of them or all of them were, you know, founded on Howard University's campus. So it's just a lot of information behind it. Um, do I feel that this is going to spark a big, you know, conversation amongst some. Yes. And I feel that it is a conversation that should be had because there are some things where, you know, just going to Lincoln University, I feel like half the people that were a part of fraternities and sororities, before they even got a part of fraternities and sorority, they were lame. <laughs> like, I'm just going to keep it 100. They were lame. They weren't even like popping for real. And then, you know, once they got these letters, they just forgot who they were. They just forgot, you know, what they were about. And these letters, like, I don't know, I guess, like, gave them another sense of encouragement or something. I don't know. But, you know, we have to stop thinking that these European brands, you know, really understand us and I can't even tell the the sigmas to go out and you know create their own line of paraphernalia because they already have it you know what I'm saying so that would have been cool if this was you know j just for Greeks only maybe like you know Ralph Lauren could have you know sold it to a store that has Greek paraphernalia and it'll just be a Ralph Lauren brand you know it could have been something like that but of course, nowadays, we just don't have the right people in these positions. And I mean, I feel like maybe it was somebody in that position that was familiar with the fraternity. And that's why it was created. Because I just, I honestly just cannot see that these particular people that are behind all of this really understand the divine eye. You know, like really understand the culture. Um so I feel like it's a lot of disrespect happening. 
Um, and I feel like the disrespect is like consistent disrespect because it's like, you know, now we didn't have Boosie come out. Now this is coming out. Now, you know, it's just certain things. And when people, when other people see this, it's like in America now, it's like monkey see, monkey do. So if I see monkey do this, I'm going to do it also. So it's just, you know, people don't have their own one track mind of things that they want to do. Uh, of course, you know, going to HBCU, you were always, you know, taught like, you know, when they're party walking, clear the way, don't walk on their plots, don't hold up their, you know, signs, don't do their calling, you know, all of that, that would be big part of disrespect. So I just, you know, feel that if we're going to, you know, try to accept the not try to accept but if we're going to try to mimic or mock certain things we just need to know the history and things behind it and be educated enough and i feel like yet again when certain things like this occurs and certain things like this happens it's because there's no education there nobody is educated on what happens and you know of course there's nobody in these positions that understand this point of view understand this you know placement of certain things so you know i feel like it's a lot of little disrespect going on um i do feel like i, I commend boosie for like wanting to learn the whole shimmying and you know reaching out to the kappas and he also even said like look you'll come to my boosie badass bash whoever can shimmy to my song the best you know i'll give you you know cash or whatever and you know i thought that was a nice gesture that i thought that was like very fond of him so you know i just in my mind just want when certain things like this happens i just hope people are educated you know like just educate yourself because at least if you have if you you know have the um education behind it you know certain things like this won't occur certain things like this won't happen certain things like this won't go down so you know i i, I thought that was just crazy of them um of ralph lauren uh so And, and, and even that, the uh, someone said that the Ralph Lauren had reached out to the fraternity directly. Um, so apparently Ralph Lauren isn't the only brand that's come under fire for their clothing. Of course, we know that. And they were referring to like Gucci and um, Prada was accused of racism because they were, you know, released the blackface and, you know, things like that. So, you know, hopefully Ralph Lauren, they've learned from this particular mistake um, they educated themselves and, you know, maybe they can just, you know, have this particular pant that they created. It can just be sold for fraternities only, you know, like, and it's, the pants definitely have the simple, simple uh, their symbol and shit on it, their letters. It, it definitely does. Like, definitely does. So, I, I don't know who just you know, comes up with these, these things. So hopefully Ralph Lauren learned from it. Um, I hope, who knows? Um, so another topic is the Cavaliers coach, John Bellin, B-E-I-L-E-I-N has a case of the slip tongue. Okay. So <laughs> 
this particular thing here. So the Cavaliers coach, he um he was showing his players a film and he suggested his players were playing like a bunch of slugs. That's what he wanted to say. But he came out and said a bunch of thugs, which because, you know, had the team become stunned, unsettled. But after that, he later admitted that he meant to say slugs. So, you know, of course, the players, they were preparing for like, I guess, a six day road trip when um, when the mishap, you know, occurred. So he was just frustrated, the coach, of course, about, you know, their lack of playing, their lack of execution, things like that. So he eventually apologized because, of course, the majority of the team has, you know, black players. And uh, many of the people, you know, they're not gun hold you know, they're not supporting all of his uh like just the way that he coaches the team you know they don't like his coaching style and some players are seeking to be traded like you know Kevin Love you know things like that so of course you know he explained himself you know he just said you know he didn't realize that he had said the word thug but my staff the staff told him later and I did and so I must have said I meant to say slugs as in slow moving because we weren't playing hard before and now we were playing harder. I meant it as a compliment. That's what I was trying to say. I already talked to eight of my players tonight and they're telling me that they understand, blah, blah, blah. Um, okay. <laughs> this is my thing. <laughs> okay. Let's say he sat there and said, oh, you know what? Y'all playing like a bunch of thugs. So you mean to tell me none of the members in the none of the teammates is like, hold up, coach, what the what you mean by that? Thug, like what? And he didn't say like, oh shit, you know what? I didn't mean to say that. I meant to say y'all playing like some slugs. Like, what why would I talk about the like so no so all the players, you mean to tell me on the Cavaliers just sat there while he's showing them tape, listen to him say thugs, and nobody stood up, nobody voiced an opinion, nobody you know, held their hand up. Nobody walked out. They just sat there and listened to him say they're calling them thugs. Like, okay. This is where, this is where it's like, you know, what do you stand up for? What do you not stand up for? What do you allow? What you do not allow? Because there's no way that I'm going to sit in a room with my coach that's showing me and tapes and then it's, Damn near all black players in the room, and I'm just gonna sit there and listen to him call me a thug. Like, no, I either would have walked out because I felt uncomfortable, or I would have been interrupting him, like, hold up, coach, vote up, you know. Because at the end of the day, these these two incidents that have occurred in the whole damn America segment, these are things with people just keep apologizing for shit and just making excuses for shit that they have done. Like, why, you wouldn't have to keep apologizing and making excuses for shit that, you, that you've done if you didn't do it. And then that goes for the Cavaliers, too. Why? Of course. I'll be traded. I, I would want to be traded, too. For two reasons. One, my coach thinks I'm a thug. Two, we fucking suck. We some shits. LeBron has left us. Okay? We some shit. Okay? So, you know. So, it's just like, you know, what is your whole... 
like what do you want to be remembered as like what do you see yourself like you know doing with certain you know with certain things so at the end of the day I just think that that was just crazy I think that that was something that the team definitely should have you know voice their opinions about whether he called and talked to five of them or not to explain his role and whatever he was explaining I thought that that was absurd because there's no way you can sit there and say you know what we were playing like a bunch of slug thug like I don't know I mean maybe he can get a little tongue tied with that or his tongue is just very like just slippery I don't know like slug and thug I mean they do sound the same but not that much alike like you know, if I'm looking at, I don't, I don't know how he can get slug and thug. I mean, slug thug, slug thug. Maybe he was listening to Slim Thug before the tape, and then he just and thug just counting his head. Where did, I was just trying to figure out where did he get thugs from? Like, how did thugs come before him to say slugs? Like. You guys are playing like a bunch of slugs. Like, that's easy to say. Maybe he was talking fast. You guys are playing like some slugs. No, I can still say slugs. No, he meant to, he meant to say that shit. Because there's no way there's no way you can get slug and thug mixed up. Maybe if I'm not thinking about it. Okay, all right. Okay, Tristan, I see you over here. Okay, I see y'all over there. Y'all just playing like a whole bunch of slugs. No, I can say it with no problem. No, he wanted to call them fucking thugs. They was playing like some fucking thugs, and that's what he think about his team. They a bunch of fucking thugs because they black, okay? They some thugs. They playing thug basketball. What the fuck does thug basketball even look like? If you ask me, how how are you a thug playing? Like, what's a thug basketball player? Are you are you being rough? Like, what the fuck is that? Like, I don't I don't know. How is that even explained? That's why I don't understand how nobody in that whole team sat there and just listened. Like, did they look at each other? Did they laugh? Did they say, hold up, thug? You know, like, what was the reaction? Was there any reaction? It just sounds a little weird to me. Because I just don't see how you can miss slug and thug together. There's no way. Like, maybe he was, I'm, I'm convinced that maybe he was listening to Slim Thug before he showed them the tape. And Thug just got stuck in his head. Or maybe him and his friends was having conversations about black people or some people. And he was just calling them some thugs. Like, I I just don't see how that came out. But, of course, what typical people do that do the most, he apologized. And I guess... (sighs) excuse me I guess his team they you know accepted his apology and I guess they're moving on from there I don't know I mean if it was me I wouldn't accept the apology I would have left I would have left I would have called my agents and told them I need out immediately I don't know how that goes but I don't think I would have been still there playing for him like there's no way so I don't know how that works but I just don't know how that makes up so 
Damn America, we've had some. We're we're starting the new year off with them with some consistency of foolery. That's for sure. Um, you know, the sororities and fraternities they are getting a little bit disrespected. People are taking it a little bit too far, and it's just because there's no education there. No one has educated certain people on you know the divine nine, the black culture, and they take it very seriously. You know, um. With this whole coach thing, with the slippery of the tongue, and he meant to say slug, but he said thug. I'm not buying it, and there's no way in the world that you know he got that word mixed up. But you know, to each his own. You never know, never know. So, hey, well, let's get into our rising stars. So our rising star, we have Nava Woods. Her her first name is spelled N A V A E H, and she is nine years old. Uh, so she is going to be like a new up and coming fashion designer. So she has creative skills by catching the attention of Mattel, which is the manufacturer of Barbie. So she's from Michigan, and she started creating custom designs for her Barbie dolls. And she would use like household items like ribbons, socks, uh, gemstones, scissors, whatever she could find around the house. Um, so her she would take and dress her Barbie dolls and everything that she found and she would take pictures of them and so her mom was like really amazed and she shared it to her Facebook and then she got a lot of her friends to like make it public and then it went viral so not only did her designs catch attention of her mother friends and families but it also gained an unexpected fan so it got out to Barbie and they sent her a box to her surprise. She received a brand new, like brand new Barbie dolls from the company to style. And they wrote her a letter and was like, you know, we heard you love the design and clothes. Here's a couple of new additions to add to your collection. Always remember you can, you can be anything. And she, you know, did a YouTube video and thanked them for reaching out to her because she felt special because she's achieving her goal to be a fashion designer. And that's what she really wants to do. Um, so shout out to her. Um, I, I was able to see her designs that she said did, that she did on the Barbie dolls. And they are so cute. Half of the things are things that I would love to wear now. Um, so you know, she was overwhelmed and excited by the outstanding support that she got. And, you know, she said because of you, because of Mattel, um, because of them, she's closer to her goal of becoming a fashion designer. And of course, you know, she thanks her parents for believing in her and telling her that dreams can come true. And she says she got the sense of fashion from her mom and her grandmother, who often, you know, act as like stylists and things like that um so shout out to her look out for her she's a young powerhouse and i'm sure she um she has plans of starting her own business called shasha so amazing and she wants to encourage other girls like herself to follow her dreams so shout out to her she's nine years old she's from michigan and she's so cute she's so cute so adorable so we lift her up as our rising star so, of course, you know, everyone, 
You always have to get into the shits when we get into this twerk something segment because this segment is a segment where the shit really hits the fan with certain things that have, you know, went down and have occurred throughout the week with these crazy ass people that people love to follow and, you know, just love to do whatever. Um, so... Marriage Boot Camp, I saw the new season. I saw the trailer. Um, Jocelyn Hernandez is on there with her new fiance. Uh, Bianca from Love and Hip Hop is on there with some boy. I've never even seen him before. Um, CeeLo Green is on there with his wife. Michelle is on there. Uh, Styles P is on there with his wife. And it looks like it's good, you know, it looks better than it did last season when little mo and all and it was on there so it definitely like it's gonna you know stir up the pot and service some service some good tea um jocelyn hernandez being on there you know i watched an interview of her on wendy williams and on the breakfast club and then she's also going to be on the love and hip-hop miami and then she has her cabaret show that's coming out and one thing I can say about Jocelyn Hernandez is that she is definitely a reality star and she brings it and she keeps it coming with the drama and the foolery. So her being on three reality shows, um, that says a lot. Now, as far as their marriage boot camp is concerned, I can definitely tell that this is something that is definitely, you know, I can't say that it's fake because. Little Mo and her husband, just seeing them, the shit that they went through, and now how she's not with him, and she really opened up about everything, I can definitely see that this show is the real deal. And I like it because not only is it messy, it just gives us raw entertainment, you know? Like, and CeeLo, for many years, I never thought that CeeLo was married to anybody. I never... You know, knew who his wife was or anything like that. I honestly thought he was just like, you know, out of the box, never really attracted to anyone. He was just someone that was just by himself. And the girl, Bianca, I feel like she's like a little fizz of Merge Boot Camp. She just called somebody and was like, look, let's get this money they invited me on the show is you trying to be my boyfriend for the show because the guy that she's on the show with I've never seen him before never came across him I you know don't know what that was all about but you know um it's gonna be coming soon on WeTV looks very you know interesting quite um quite a something so mm. So, uh, I love a good IG model. I, I feel like niggas, I had this conversation with the guys in the group chat. The conversation was like, you know, who's a 10? Like, how do you grade females? Like, how, what makes her a 10? What makes her a 9 or whatever like that? Whatever. So, you know, I always try to give my best opinion. I tell them, like, no, she's not a 10, you know, whatever the case may be. And so, you know, Drea is um, somebody that I like a lot. And, you know, Drea was with um, Orlando. That was her fiance for a little bit. And 
she is now single. You know, she announced that she was, you know, breaking up with him. They were going their separate ways, whatever the case may be. And all of this and all of this really didn't occur with her until he got dropped from the Eagles. So of course, you know, the money isn't there. And you know, now Dre is on Instagram. She's showing off her body and um a fan was like, you know, you don't have to show off your ass. Da, da, da. I always thought Drea was an IG, you know, person, model. I've always seen her show off her body, so that's not even a big deal. Um, she is rumored to be talking to this little 24-year-old. I think he plays for the Giants or some shit. And they've, like, you know, been hanging out. And they've been hanging out, I guess, since, like, the Super Bowl of last year or some shit. Who knows? Um... The issue I have with these girls that are these IG models and that these niggas like fantasize about is like everything that's on them is fake. You know, like everything is on them is fake. And, you know, when they see these girls, they just like look at them and they're just like so mesmerized by them. And everything that's on them makes them the so-called tens that they think they are and then you know when you really look at them they're not because everything is fake fake eyelashes fake hair fake like, like everything is fake on them and majority of the time I blame these celebrities because they get on Instagram they have these false prop like prop they that you know everything about them is looking fake and you know it's just rubs off into society and it just like damages people's minds because everybody thinks that this is the you know what it's about now you know when it comes to drea you know drea is from redding pennsylvania like who like what the fuck is redding like you know of course i went to lincoln and of course there maybe was some girls from there but uh, it's a little that i can count on and you know drea she's a very beautiful girl and i kind of knew that her with breaking up with Orlando was going to occur because, you know, once she found out that he got picked up by the Eagles, she was hyped. She was pumped. She thought she was going to be going back home. You know, she thought she was going to be back in her area, her stomping grounds. But that nigga, he must did some shit up in Philadelphia and they cut his ass and had to let him go. And right when he getting cut with the fucking eagle she cutting his ass too so he was just cut <laughs> it was no more of him he's just he, he's just you know he's out of here so you know she's single and you know she's looking good but you know that last little photo that she posted of showing her ass you know i blame lizzo for this shit you know, Lizzo is out here doing the most and these single bitches got to compete and got to let her know, like, no, bitch, you're not, the, <laughs> you're not the bitch that's in charge here and looking good. That would be all me. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm here for. So, you know, chill the fuck out. So, I don't blame her. You know, Drea Chase is the biggest bag that she can get and that one young nigga that she messing with, his bag is not that big. Um, I think it's only worth like $4 million or some shit. So that's like chump change to her. If you ask me, like that's nothing, nothing at all. So who knows? Um, Ivy Park is getting, speaking of chump change, y'all bitches better look, Beyonce does it to y'all all the time. If she is not having a secret album come out or concert, this bitch is bringing out shit 
that is just exclusive. So everyone is going crazy about this Ivy Park that's coming out next Saturday. And apparently Kylie Jenner was on Instagram. She had this orange outfit on and you know there's this like from Beyonce so everybody is like oh hold up we know Beyonce hates the fucking Kardashians why in the world would she even like Kylie Jenner's um photo so everyone's like oh you know probably Blue Ivy got her phone and you know just strolling and like the photo no I think Beyonce was being funny if she liked the photo and she took the like back um because Kylie Jenner used to be partnered with adidas she used to have something with adidas and you know kanye got mad because she had did something with puma so kylie contract with adidas ended on december 31st <laughs> so i think that was a way of beyonce like being sarcastic like okay bitch i'm gonna like this little photo get a little buzz but my shit about to drop soon and I already know my shit's about to be crazy. This partnership that I got with them is probably way bigger than what you had with them. So, you know, this is about to go down. Or, you know, Blue Ivy probably did have the phone and probably was like, okay, you know what? Let me spark up the internet. You know, I already ruffled their feathers by me, you know, turning eight years old. And people can't believe that, you know, how grown up I, you know, become. So let me spark it up some more and let me go up on here and grab my mother's phone and like this photo of Kylie Jenner. Like, let me spark it up. And, you know, people really feed so much into this. Like, okay, let's say Beyonce did like her photo. What would what would the fuck would the beehive do then? You know, I I would think that Beyonce would keep it consistent, and you know she would keep her distance because she doesn't fuck with them. And but who's to say that she doesn't? You know, she may like one sister better than another. She may like Kylie's hustle. Who knows? Blue Ivy just may like her. I don't know, but. I do know that the internet went crazy. They made a big thing about this. You know, it's a it's it's terrible enough that y'all took and blamed the innocent child for playing on her mama phone, okay? You know, maybe she play on her mama phone, she'll probably follow somebody. Fuck like a picture. Beyonce doesn't follow any fucking body, not even her own sister. So maybe she fuck around and follow somebody. That would have been shocking, you know? But she liked fucking Kylie Jenner's photo and it just made everyone go crazy and I just was like okay what is the big deal you know what's going on then I did a little bit of more research and I was like oh okay I see now her contract ended with Adidas now Beyonce's with Adidas with this Ivy Park okay I get it I see get it totally get it Mm -hmm. Beyonce was being funny okay just like she was being funny you know sending over the uh, case of Ace of Spades to Reese Witherspoon, you know, it's just like, you know, they read in a car and more water, please. Okay, just basically being sarcastic and being funny. And, you know, people, <laughs> people love Beyonce and Jay-Z or love Beyonce so much that anything that she does is just like, you know. There's, you know, no harm in it. That's just like me with Future. Like, anything that Future does, anything that he does, anything that he does, I'm like, 
behind him 100%. You know, like, right now, this whole consistency that he has, I'm just like, okay. He... He's really with Lori Harvey. Like, this is breaking. Like, I need him to break up with Lori Harvey so bad because I need a toxic future album. Because right now that he's, you know, dating and everything is going so well for him and life is so good, he is just, like, on cloud 55. And I need him to be down low, like like some Roddy Rich come from the bottom. Like, I need him to be down below, you know, like down below. I need him to be broken up with her i actually need his heart to be broken and it's a shame that i'm saying this about my friend because if anyone doesn't know that future is my friend so it's a shame that i'm saying this about him but it's just that i need the toxic i need the toxic like and you know what they may be two toxic people that work they may be i don't know but what i do know is that i don't like him with her i can't stand him with her and you know at the end of the day future's gonna do what he wants to do but it's just very disturbing you know it, it really it really irks the fuck out of me it really does it really irks the fuck out of me so you know at this point in time you know i try to voice my opinion as much as i can and you know future he just you know shit not right shit not right um It's so much shit on here. So, this thing with, uh, so, uh, this thing with, um, Taraji P, Taraji wants Jesse Smollett back. Okay. Jesse Smollett, yes. He was a big character in Empire, you know. I really thought that he was not going to be off the show just because of the incident that happened. Now, her wanting him back because, yes, he's a part of Empire. He's a part of Empire family. I get it. But it's not like he is like a Lucius and a cookie and we're going to like deadly miss him. Like he honestly was good at what he did for the show. But it's just like, you know... I feel like he needs to take some time off to maybe get some help because I feel like there's something wrong there. Um, the fact that you faked a whole kidnapping, you set up this whole thing and, you know, you did this letter and, you know, everything that he said and just thought about with this whole layout of events that occurred with him I think he needs to take some time off and he needs some help something is draining him I don't know whether it was the show or just you know his you know celebrity status whatever I don't know but Taraji wanted him back I don't know you know how that's going to change anything with the show maybe she wants him back because the ratings are falling down I'm not sure honestly to be honest with you I thought Empire was going to be done a long time ago like, I didn't even think that it was going to really continue and go into his seasons. I really thought it was going to be over a long time ago. But apparently not. Lee Daniels, you know, loves it. If anything, I want them to bring back the show Star, which didn't get renewed on Fox. And that was way better than Empire to me. But, you know, I don't care for Jesse Smollett. I think he did too much. I think... Everything that he did was wrong, and if these have to be the consequences that he has to face with not being on the show, then so be it. He just won't be on the show. You know, it is what it is. It's not like people are fighting and having a petition like, oh, my God, we won't watch Empire because Jesse Smollett is not there on the show anymore. No. People tune in for the show to see Cookie and Lucius. 
They don't give a fuck about them kids. The other boy that, um, Hakeem, his ass got in trouble. The one that played Hakeem. So, he done got arrested. I don't even see him on the show. So, the show is just falling apart. You know, and you know when shows start to fall apart, that means it's time for the shows to be over, to be done with. There's no need for them. So, you know, I appreciate her expressing her concerns. You know, she wants him back and all this, you know, whatever. But it's not a necessity. He doesn't need to be back at all. Okay. Now, speaking of people coming back, Love and Hip Hop New York, Mona brought all the OGs back and every episode has been good. Okay. Now, if you didn't see the last week episode, I'm just going to give a recap of what I think about it. And here it goes. Yandy and Christy, okay. Christy don't want Yandy to do no business, whatever. I get it. Yandy, you know, does too much. She lies. And Mona is starting to pick up what Bravo does because Mona is starting to play shit back. So when people lie, she just plays it back and, you know, catch them in the lie that we already done seen. Now, you know, it's this big thing with, you know, it's Tahiri going to get back with Joe Button, you know, Erica's trying to hook them up and Sin and Erica used to date. This is the thing. I don't like Sin. Okay. When it comes to Tahiri, I love Tahiri. I love Tahiri and Joe Button when they were together. You know, Tahiri has been with Joe Button for a long period of time. You know, he proposed to her in Times Square. She turned him down, you know. And Sin is just like crying, giving these crocodile tears. And Erica Minnett being the fierce Scorpio that she is, she don't give a fuck. You know, she looking at her like, bitch, please stop it. Like, okay. And I think Sin is threatened because Tahiri is that bitch. Like, Joe Button loves Tahiri and I believe he still loves Tahiri and I still believe that if Tahiri wanted to be with Joe Button and tell Joe Button that she wants to be with him he will be with no issue no issue I'm loving Safari and Erica because y'all know I love a good Cancer and Scorpio duo I love the love there I, I, I'm, I'm here for it I love it you know, he did do some crazy shit by lying, talking about, you know, bringing Yandy to the wedding. But, you know, that just brings the suspense into the into the season. But, you know, Sin, you know, honey, you would not win with Tahiri. If you, if you didn't watch previous episodes and you didn't watch Hot Tahiri, fuck a couple of bitches up on the show because of Joe Button, somebody should have told you, sis, because she's not the one to play with. Okay, it's a new, it's a new Latina in town. And it's Tahiri. She's the new Latina in town. Body's crazy. Everything. And Joe Button loves it and wants it. Okay? Loves it and wants it. Okay. Uh, so, ever since The Real got rid of Tamar, I don't watch the show. I always thought Tamar was good on the show. I loved her honesty. I loved everything about it. But I don't watch the show. So, you know, it's always been Lonnie, um, Adrian, Tamara, and Jenny Ma. I always thought the show was going to stay like that. I didn't think they were going to get any, you know, new co-hosts or whatever. I know they had like certain people come on the show with them as far as like their guests for the show, whatever. So it's been announced that Amanda Seals will be the new co-host for The Real. Now, the way that I feel about that is I didn't think they needed to add her. Um, when it comes to her, when they talk about certain topics, her opinion is going to be very strong. 
Will her opinion offend a couple of people or offend some viewers? It may. So maybe they have had that conversation with her when it comes to certain topics. I do see that the seating arrangement is totally different. I see that they have Jenny Mai, then they have Amanda, then Lonnie, then Tamara, then Adrian. And, you know, it definitely changes the show, show dynamic. I don't think they needed to add anyone. It's like a saying, you know, whatever fix, whatever's broke, don't fix it. If it's not broke, don't fix it. And nothing was broke with the show. Um, they all feed off each other. They all been with each other since the show, you know, got started, got renewed and got renewed and got renewed. And I don't think they needed to add Amanda onto the show. Um, if they added her, it's because maybe the ratings were dropping at a certain time or maybe when she was a co-host on there they got a lot of feedback for her being on the show i don't know what it is but i don't think that she's a good match for the show um i know one thing i'm not going to watch anymore i just always felt that they were never going to add someone else new to the show because they didn't need it after Tamar, you know, like I, I always thought that. And, you know, to me, the show is still boring without Tamar. It doesn't bring anything. It's just, you know, there. Lonnie Love is a bitch. She gets on my nerves. Tamara, she's a cancer. She's very sensitive. Adrian is just, you know, there. Jenny Mai irks the fuck out of me because she's with Young Jeezy and I can't stand it. But it's just like, you know, the show is just. It's just there. Like, I, I don't really, there's no one I've talked to that says, like, oh, my God, did you see what happened on the road today? You know, like, no one really, you know, talks about that show. But, you know, I I I, I think that I'm going to watch an episode just to see how she's flowing on there with them. But then again, I just think to myself, like, I really don't care that much. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I really don't care. Like, she, her opinion her opinions of things are just not not things that mesh well with the show like there's no there's nothing there so you know maybe something would change i'm not sure but it's just it's just nothing there nothing there nothing there um I really honestly wish the show would get canceled, to be honest with you. I've always thought and wished it and prayed it that it get canceled. So maybe somewhere down the line, it won't get renewed anymore. I don't know. Uh, But, you know, there's not that many really talk shows on. You know, everyone back in the day, we had the Ricky Lake show, you know, Oprah. You know, now the, the number one dominated show is like, you know, Ellen, like people like Ellen and, you know, you have Wendy Williams, but it's nothing like how it used to be back in the day. You know, the, the Ricky Lake show used to be a really good show. People tuned in all the time. You know, it was good. And so, you know, I, I don't know what they're bringing with the real. When I looked at the real, I thought it was, you know, they're trying to look at some diversity or something like that because they had all, you know, different women up there. But, you know, I don't know. Um, but I, I I do wish that it get canceled. Um, as far as cancel, so you know, Martin Lawrence when he had Martin, it it did really good in the nineties. Like everyone loved it. Everyone still watches all the reruns. When people see Martin, they quote their favorite episodes. Everything. Um, 
I've always wondered how he felt about the whole Tisha Campbell thing because, you know, it was a thing where Tisha Campbell, you know, left the show or accused Martin of like sexually harassing her, taking certain scenes to the next level. And, you know, he told GQ, he's like, you know, none of that never happened. That shit was crazy. You know, I forgave her now. You know, we're in a different aspect in our life whatever the case may be and I've always every time I still watch episodes to this day I always you know be like damn Gina if it wasn't for your ass fuck the show when it get canceled like what the fuck and then I feel like you know now that everything that she's going through with her husband I look at it and I look at when things like occurred I'm like I think that was her husband like her husband was the one who put these things in her head and her husband was the one who you know told her to say this and do this because he was controlling just based off of information that she has shared now on you know her divorce from him so it's just like you know would martin still be a show now that people would love and enjoy absolutely was Martin going down when there were a few episodes that Tisha Campbell was not in the episodes? I don't think so. I loved every Martin episode. Every Martin episode. And the fact that, you know, he can forgive her and they're in a good place. And, you know, they thought about doing a reboot. And, you know, but the, the thing about the reboot is that the reboot wouldn't be the same without Tommy you know because Tommy brought so much to the show with his little one-liners and all this other stuff so you know it wouldn't kind of be the same but if they did something around that then you know I can I can understand it um but I never thought Martin fell off even when they were going through the transition when not having Tisha Campbell on the show. I never thought it fell off with the episodes. I think they still, you know, managed to keep it entertaining, managed, you know, to keep her in there somehow with, you know, certain certain uh scenes and things like that. You know, there was some consistency there with keeping her on the show. So, you know, I, I just love that he forgave. I just love that they, you know, that they're in a better place and you know I'm sure they probably talked about it and you know discussed it and and at the time when Martin was like running in 150 degree weather with that hot ass sweatsuit and shit on I think that he was just going through something at the time like here's this show he you know made he's playing all these different characters it's in the 90s everything was going great for him and then that spiral in his career happened you know and you know, back then, like like it is now, you know, sexual harassment, you know, it was it was a thing. It was big, but, you know, it, it really could have, you know, really damaged his career. So I'm I'm kind of happy that um, we finally like know like what occurred, you know, what happened. So I'm good. I, I, I like that. Um. It's a rumor mill going around that Dennis is cheating on Portia. So before Portia and Dennis went to Jamaica, he was spotted at a diner with four women, like three o'clock and four o'clock in the morning. They are at a diner and the women are talking loud like, oh, I'm surprised you didn't slide into my DMs. And, you know, one woman is like, all the women are like flirting with him. One woman's like laying her head on his shoulder, whatever the case. And... 
Portia puts up this post and like, you know, she's feeling good. She's unbothered. He puts up a thing. It's like, oh, you know, he can't go out to eat. Can't have a bite to eat. Whatever. Um, Do I feel that he is still cheating on Portia? Maybe. Was Portia too quick of letting him back into his into her good graces? Yes. And I say that to say this because when they had their little therapy session on the show, he made a thing. It was just like he cheated on her while she was pregnant. I think because she was getting big or, you know, some shit. I don't know. And, you know, when he said something like that to me, I would have really been done with him. I wouldn't even really brought him back. I would have just been practicing and focusing on the co-parenting situation um, because the thing about this is that nigga is weird. You know, it, was a, it wasn't even about him cheating with bitches. It was the fact that he was bringing in like animals and shit and he was fucking animals or some shit like that. So that had went down. It was just like, you know, it was nasty. It was, it was weird and it was nasty. So I don't even know how she could accept that. I don't even know how she could have even, you know, lived with that. And then the thing about it is like, why are we accepting anything in 2020? Like when, when it comes to 2020 and we're going into these, you know, future type of years, there's certain things as women that we should just not tolerate. You know, I get it. The consistency is the key. That's why this episode is called Consistency. Because if you don't have consistency in your life, then the shit is going to be in shambles. But, you know, the thing about it is this. Shit that happened in 2019 that was the worst thing that you can go through, why would you want to bring it into your new year? You know, like, why? And at the end of the day, you know, let's say he was out with all those women and they were just all just friends of his and he was just taking them out to, you know, eat or whatever the case may be. Say that was true. The thing about it is we would never really know because he is such of a you know, he was in that category of being a cheater that, you know, we're just automatically thinking that, you know, he's cheating on her. So we're just going to at this at this. We're just going to give him the benefit of the doubt. But, you know, consistency is the key. So if he's consistent with cheating, he's doing a damn good job. OK, because looks like he's still out there. Um. Okay, Michelle gets her perspective on R&B music. I don't know why, because she says she wants to do country music. So what exactly can she give her perspective on? And speaking of music, where are Rihanna with the album? Okay, I see you posting talking about some mascara. Shaggy is not going to be on the album with some shit I saw. So like, where exactly is the album? I feel like Rihanna is in a, time, is in a place in her life where, you know... It's fine to venture off and, you know, be an entrepreneur, get into these different things, make your money different ways. But it's like, bitch, we have had not had an album in a long, 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 long time. At this point, this shit is getting ridiculous. At this point, it's like, do we really want the album? Do we even care about what the album sounds like? Is it a whole reggae album? Uh, do you have Drake and Chris Brown on the album? Like, bitch, where is this album? Will we ever get an album? Who the fuck knows? Like, are you going to give us a surprise album? Are you going to give us an album with a new lipstick? Like, what the fuck 
where is the consistency, Re? You're being consistent with the makeup, you're being consistent with the fashion, but you're not being consistent with the music. Where's the album? You know, where is the album? What is the album art going to look like? You know, then she's starting to troll us, you know, and it's it's starting to be heartbreaking. Rihanna's last album, I believe, came out. Let's see when her last album came out. Let's search this. Let's see. Uh, 2016. 2016 is 2020. Anti came out in 2016. She hasn't released any singles. 2016 is when we had it. It's time to give us some music. Like, really? It's not like you had a baby. You know, it's not like you, like, you've just been fucking niggas and getting high. Like, give us a fucking album, bitch. Give us an album about the niggas you fucking and getting high with. At least. That's the least you can do for us. Just give us an album about that. So, you know, I, I'm highly and very upset with her. You know, I don't even know if I can be a fan anymore. You know, I love her to death. She can't do no wrong in my eyes. She's beautiful. She's gorgeous. She looks good all the time. Whatever. But it's 2020 and we don't have shit. Not even a single. Nothing. Like, she can give us something, at least. Give us something. It, w- it would be nice. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not really much. I mean, Julia Michaels' comments about Lizzo with the diabetes thing, I mean, it was very uncalled for, and it was just, like, very stereotyped because, you know, she's, you know, big or, uh, you know, the whole thing. Um and, I, you know, I, I I do think that was so much. But if anything, I would respect her to say, you know, Lizzo cover that shit up. Nobody's trying to see your long ass, cra- ass crack, but she talks about the fucking diabetes. Um, of course, you know, the two Scorpios were night reunited, Drake and Future. Maybe they'll give us a collab album. I, I like the single, but I don't like when Future gets with Drake because he gets too mushy and shit and he's not toxic. And I just need the toxic. The toxic is all I need. So... Okay, uh, so let's get into what you won't do, y'all. So what you won't do is come at Kim Kardashian's fridge. It was a post, you know, talking about how she didn't have much in her fridge and all this other stuff. And then this bitch takes us on a tour and the fridge is fucking everything because that was just one of her fridges. Okay, so basically she just shut us the fuck down and the, 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 everything in the refrigerator was just ridiculous the the refrigerator was just like w it was just like wcf like damn kim okay excuse us okay we apologize for coming at you okay and then what you want to do is come at future for being consistent you know it's a post of him showing how he treats his women when it's their birthday so what my man like roses he likes to, you know, wine and dine them. And at least he's consistent when it comes to every birthday. Consistency is the key. Y'all bitches want a nigga that's consistent. Y'all want him to, you know, have that consistency. So what's the problem? You know, what's the problem? That You know, that's what you won't do. You won't come at him for being consistent, okay? At least he's showing that he cares. And he's showing that he cares with red roses, okay? Okay. So... This is episode 101, Consistency. Um, I hope everyone had a wonderful weekend. I hope everyone has a wonderful work week coming up. Of course, guys, you can catch us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeart, 
so many um, other streaming platforms. So make sure you guys take a listen, listen to previous episodes. Just know that consistency is the key. Okay, so, you know, we're going to try to do a uh, name the episodes with words that we want to fulfill in 2020. So we want to fulfill consistency in 2020. Okay, so we want to make sure that we're consistent with how we love people and, you know, we're consistent with what we deliver to people at all times. Okay, okay. Um, so yet again, follow us on Instagram, Shanghai underscore chronicles and then my personal page is shanghai 87 and of course we're on twitter as well um so yet again everyone have a wonderful work week and i am out